Nearly 2,000 people are dead in Israel and Gaza. Hamas terrorists on the ground in Israel, in Israeli towns and villages along the Gaza border. Nightmare scenario. Today on In Grace, Israel's terror and a Christian's response. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Pastor Jim Scudder, and today we were going to be playing for you the final part in our King David series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, but we're gonna preempt that because of what's happening in Israel. My heart is so heavy and I'm so saddened by what has happened and, and by so many people being slaughtered in a barbaric way. So what I'm gonna do is run for you some interviews that I did with some friends of mine over in Israel. My heart breaks for Israel. And I think now is the time that we take a stand and say that we support Israel. We oppose the barbaric terror regime of Hamas and any others that are like them. Yes, we need to love all people and we love the Palestinians, but we need to stand with Israel because the Bible says he'll bless those that bless Israel and, and he will curse those that don't. And those that curse Israel, God will curse. I want God's blessing. I'm going to stand shoulder to shoulder with my Jewish friends, not just in Israel, but all over the world as for centuries they've been persecuted and, and marginalized. And, and we need to stop that as Bible-believing evangelical Christians. Why? Because Jesus is Jewish and our scriptures are Jewish and we love the Jewish people. We want them to know who we know as Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah. And so let's take these opportunities to stand with Israel. One way to do that, uh, we created a special bookmark. It says, I stand with Israel and the Jewish people, an original artwork star of David on the front. If you flip it over, Genesis 12, 3, and this is my thank you for your stand with Israel. If you'd like this free bookmark, please contact us, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. 1-800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. And now let's go hear from our three guests in Israel. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. First, we're going to hear from Joel Rosenberg, who is the director of All Israel News and All Arab News, and also best-selling author, and the one that started the Joshua Fund, helping those in Israel, Jews and Palestinians, uh, with their needs and to be able to minister to more and more people. Here's Joel Rosenberg. Joel, it's great to see you again. I'm so sorry for what's happened um, in your home, your your homeland, Israel, such a small country, so many people impacted. How are you doing? How are those that you know and love are uh, doing? And how's the nation? Thank you, Jim. Well, uh, the nation's rattled. Um, we've never seen any attack on us ever like like this. I mean, meaning we've we've been attacked. I mean, we're Jews. We you know, four thousand years, we, we people hate us so. We get that, but let's put it this way. I was I was with Israeli President Isaac Herzog yesterday. 
he held his first press briefing for the International Press Corps. And so for all Israel News and, the, and TBN's uh, the Rosenberg Report, I was covering it. And, and he said something that was just hit me so hard. He said, never since the Holocaust have so many Jews been murdered in one week. And that is just, I mean, it just tells you. So we're over 1,300 Israeli Jews have been murdered this week. And remember, as you mentioned, just when we started, we're a small country. We're only 10 million people. But U.S. is a continent of 330 million people. So that's, that's a, you're, you guys are 33 times larger than us by population. So as horrific as having 1,300 people be murdered is in one week, it would be like almost 45,000 Americans being murdered in one week in the United States. Imagine if if that's what you had to report and, and deal with. The emotional, psychological, spiritual devastation, right? 3,000 Americans were murdered on 9-11 one day, and it, and it changed America forever. So imagine if something was 15 times worse than that. Pastor Menno Kalisher, a good friend of mine, I'm going to be talking to next, and he's going to share a very unique perspective as a pastor in Jerusalem. Pastor Menno Kalisher, it's so wonderful to see you, but my heart goes out to you, to your family, to your countrymen. And tell me about those at home that are impacted by the conflict. Only out of our little family, 10, 10 are right now in military uh, duty, five in combat units. So just multiply it and try to have the idea where is our heart and what do we feel in this situation? We are not fighting against an enemy that will say, okay, we want to win a discussion. Uh, We're not there to um, annihilate anyone. We are talking with people that their Allah command is to annihilate every Jew upon the surface of the earth. What they did to babies, children, elderly in the first hours, when they entered into the settlement next to Gaza, um, it's horrors that reminds us of the Holocaust. Josh Reinstein, a friend of mine, is very involved in connecting members of parliament all over the world with Knesset members in Israel. And he's been so good at getting the people of faith, people that love the Bible and love the Jewish people, connected to their peers in the Knesset. Josh Reinstein, good to talk to you again. Sorry about everything you guys are going through. How are you physically holding up? No, we're doing uh, pretty well considering the horror show that we are witnessing here in Israel. Um, it's been a very traumatic time. This is the largest uh, amount of Jewish people, uh, men, women, children, Holocaust survivors, uh, to be murdered since the time of the Holocaust in a barbaric way. Uh, so. Uh, People are very shocked, people are very um, caught off guard, but we're a very strong people, we're very determined people, and now we take the fight to them. We're seeing incredibly strong statements. Uh, we just heard from two Democratic chairs, two Republican chairs of the Congressional Israelized Caucus, uh, calling this a genocide, talking about how this was Iran, giving Israel the time to get the job done. And this sentence, statements are echoed around the world in our 19 caucuses in Europe, the 12 in Africa, 12 in Latin America, and Australia, and, and Asia. Uh, we're seeing tremendous support. We're also dealing with the shock of the failure of our military and intelligence and political system to not see this coming, not have enough combat soldiers on that, that border with Gaza. 
Our own family, uh, you know, I mean, um, we live in Jerusalem. Jerusalem has had more rocket attacks against us uh, than any other time, in, in, at least since 1967. And uh, that's uh, and and we run two ministries. One is All Israel News, in which we're covering. You know, my team and I are covering what's happening moment to moment, day by day. Our son Daniel is a combat uh, soldier, father of five ages six months to seven, is now in front of Gaza. They were in their unit uh, clearing the place from terrorists, and now they are doing some maneuvers before the ground assault. My daughter is a captain in the military police. She is a volunteer. She's a mother of two. And she's in the north right now, dealing with the soldiers there. Uh, my nephew is a captain in a, a commando unit. Uh, they were the first to run into these kibbutzes and settlements. Um, they were 30 fighting against 400 well-trained Hamas terrorists, house to house. Needless to say, uh, they had a lot of casualties. Um, so th this is what we have. And uh, many people who know others. You're dealing with a lot of world leaders. And I know that's how we became friends. I read your book and you've talked about diplomacy through, you know, faith and the evangelical community worldwide supporting Israel and those in uh, positions of power. What are you hearing from these members of parliament around the world that already were in favor of Israel? How have they expressed to you their support and uh, have you felt an increase even in the level of support from them and others that haven't been as pro-Israel as they should have? Well, Jim, as you know, we have 53 Israel allies, caucuses, and legislative bodies around the world. Uh, 1,500 legislators in our network. Um, we are the Iron Dome for diplomacy. God allowed it. If there is anything we should ask is to come back to ourselves and get ourselves in order. You know, Israel's not just dealing with with the war from Hamas. We're dealing with the war from the media. Uh, being at the 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 press conference with President Herzog yesterday, I literally watched with my own eyes, and I wrote the column and showed the video on All Israel News yesterday. Uh, you can still see it; it's up there. But Becky Anderson, the CNN anchor, literally accuses Israel during that press conference of committing war crimes. As we as we fight back against Hamas terrorists in Gaza, and I'm paraphrasing. Go go look at the actual transcript that you know in the story, and you can watch the video of uh, President Herzog saying it. He's a pretty genteel guy. He was furious, and and he's like, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's essentially saying, Becky, you've got to be kidding me. Have you been here this week? Have you seen the babies that were slaughtered? Have you seen the mothers that were slaughtered? Have you seen the, the, the parents that were shot to death in front of their children and the children shot to death in front of their parents? Didn't you see? We, we, we took you to these places. You, didn't you see where Jews were burned alive in their homes, in their cars, gunned down young people at a, at a music festival? Didn't you see the, 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 the women who were raped and then all the Israelis that were captured and taken to Gaza? How can you, on day six, be accusing us of war crimes. That's what we're dealing with. And MSNBC is doing it as well. And so as this gets worse, as we shift from victim to prosecuting the war to eradicate Hamas, 
the world media is going to turn against us. So part when you ask me how I'm doing, well, my you know my job every day is to write and rally our team and manage and and do interviews. I'm doing interviews just like nonstop, explaining what's happening because we're in an information war. But at the same time, the rest of my family are running uh, the Israeli operations for the Joshua Fund, our ministry that has invested almost $100 million over the last 17 years in strengthening the church and equipping pastors because the church is the light in this darkness and they need to be equipped to help and care in a very practical way. And so that's what Joshua Fund is doing, our US team and our Israeli team. So it's exhausting, but it's important. And this is why we're here. And this is why we are citizens, because this is where God has us. So I'll wrap it up by saying, I feel a little bit like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm asking the Lord to, uh, or, or Jesus maybe in the uh, the Garden of Gethsemane, I'd like the cup to pass. I'd like this war to be won and quick and be over. But even if God says no, we're going to still follow him and, uh, you know, and try to be a, a light even small and inconsequential as we are in this terrible, terrible darkness. It's the, it's the darkest hour that Israel has ever faced since our founding. As our hearts break for Israel and the Jewish people and all of those that are affected in this conflict, first let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem and don't neglect to do that. Pray hard for all of those in harm's way. But number two, we need to stand with Israel. And here at In Grace, we've created a resource for you that you can put somewhere very proud and very prominent that you stand with Israel and the Jewish people. It's a bookmark with the Star of David and the words, I stand with Israel and the Jewish people. On the front, on the back is Genesis 12:3, the blessing from God to those that bless Israel. This is my way of encouraging you to stand strong for Israel. This is absolutely free. Give us a call right now, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. That's ingraceradio.com. Your father survived the Holocaust. When you've seen what's happened to your people, innocents, children, grandmothers, babies, and the depravity, um, did your mind go back to what your father and his generation faced in Europe in the Holocaust? Of course, yes. Those are the headlines of the newspapers. So it's not only me. It's a common understanding of a nation right now. They told us no more, no more, no more. And guess what? Copy paste. 2023, a micro holocaust in front of us. While we have one of the biggest armies. It's a time to wake up. Wake up, Israel. Wake up, Israel. The best airplanes, the best tanks, the best officers are nice. But this is not the ultimate formula. God can blind our eyes again. We got a wake-up call, and this wake-up call will be cheap if we will not be waked up. So we need to be really wake up and to ask God, God, help us. Read Psalm 83, Psalm 83, and have a good shape up on that. 
It's very similar to what we see today. We really need to call God. We really truly need to call God. God didn't change. He's alive. And the people of Israel need to listen to Moses because Moses spoke about Jesus. Enough is enough. You may call us whatever you want, but Jesus is the Lord whether you like it or not. We cannot be in a better shape milit militarily than today. And well, we were caught blind by who? A group of a terror group that came and for a full day did whatever they did with our babies, with our children. They entered into a party of young adults that were a few hundreds there, surrounded them, killed them all, verified killing, exploded bodies, raped kids, beheaded. What else do you want? While Israel in its top security abilities. If that is not a wake up, so we have no brains in our skull. Well, our hearts are going out for you and for everyone there and uh, we're praying hard. We want to be doing stuff and we're in Chicago. Um, you think that a resolution to condemn Hamas and to support Israel would be an easy thing to pass, but not in Chicago. And wow. we have one Jewish alderman who has um, submitted this resolution and there's been pushback, unfortunately. Are you surprised that there are some outliers? Uh, of course, we know the media has a slant and, and all that, but when you mm -hmm. see pro-Palestinian, even some pro-Hamas protests in some of our cities, um, how how hard is that for you to see? Well, it's very hard, Except, but I wanna make a distinction. It's an important distinction. I'm pro-Palestinian and pro-Israeli, like, like Jesus, it's clear in the scriptures, and you and I have discussed it here in Jerusalem, God is clear in the scriptures, Old Testament knew that he has a special love and special plan and purpose, prophetic purpose for Israel and the Jewish people. But it's the Old Testament as well as Jesus himself who says, love your neighbor. So the Palestinians are our neighbors. So you can be pro-Palestinian, but you can't be pro-Hamas. Right. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. In fact, two million Palestinians in Gaza are living under Hamas's reign of terror. Remember, and this is an important point, Jim, for your audience to, and, and your congregation to understand, and that is this, Israel has not had a soldier or civilian in Gaza since 2005. Our prime minister at that time withdrew all Israeli civilians and all Israeli soldiers in 2005 and gave the entire Gaza Strip to the Palestinian people as a gift and said, build a Palestinian paradise. Like you have beachfront property on the Mediterranean, you have hundreds of billions or maybe trillions of, na of cubic feet of natural gas off your shores if you want to drill. You could have a paradise. It's a gorgeous place, foreign direct investment. You can have peace with us. But instead, Hamas, this genocidal terrorist organization took over and has created war and you know and and demonic attacks against Israel ever since. And so, Palestinians live in a hellhole, but not of our making. We've been we've been gone almost twenty years. Like so, this is what we're up against. And so, no, I'm not surprised. But I, you know, I, I saw the video from Fox News the other day where Congresswoman, Palestinian-American Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib was walking down the hallway and the Fox reporter said, what is your comment about all these Jews that have been slaughtered in Israel, including babies? Rashida Tlaib wouldn't say anything. She said, do you, do you condemn what Hamas has done? Wouldn't say anything. She just kept walking. Like this woman just kept asking, asking like, how hard is it? 
I don't agree with Rashida Tlaib on her, what she wants as a two-state solution, but she should denounce the final solution. That's what Hamas wants. They don't want a two-state solution. They want the final solution of liquidating Jews. And they said it in their own charter in 1987. So Rashida Tlaib is an example of someone who cannot separate Hamas from the Palestinian cause. But let's just be clear. There, there are people who can. And uh, so being pro-Palestinian doesn't mean uh, that you have to be anti-Israel. Uh, but unfortunately, too many people that are at these rallies right now are clearly representing pro-Hamas, pro-genocide views, and that's reprehensible. And unfortunately, the Bible's clear, all that sentiment of anti-Israel, anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic views, are that's going to get worse between now and the return of Christ. Yeah, and I think if someone's not pro-Hamas, but they're still blaming Israel in any way for this, uh, it's, it's despicable. So uh, our prayers are with you, Joel, and with your organizations and your love for your Jewish brethren, but also for your Palestinian neighbors and brothers and sisters. So um, we know that you guys are still in the thick of it and our prayers are gonna continue to be with you. God bless you. Thank you, Jim, I appreciate it so much. As a pastor, what words would you give to settle our hearts, to help us to, um, to trust the Lord in these days? To remember that God has a plan for Israel. To remember that the Bible is truth. The word of God is truth. Don't follow people and tell you their own minds. Go back to the word of God. He's talking business. He's very straightforward. Go back to the purpose of the Bible. Go back to Isaiah 53 and see what God is saying. He took our sins upon himself, upon Jesus our Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah. Look at these verses and see how God loves us so much. Very impactful to hear from people on the ground in Israel. And all three, Menno, Joel, and Josh, I trust, I've gotten to know them, and I appreciate their perspective. Let's pray for them, their families, the work that they do. Let's pray for our Jewish friends, both in Israel and all over the world, maybe our neighbors and those that live around us. Let's, let's encourage them, let's stand with them and let's support Israel. But let's not forget to pray for those that are affected that are in the Palestinian areas as well. Jesus wants us to love all people, to love our neighbor, and therefore we are pro-Israel, but we're also pro-Palestinian, at least those that are, aren't of the ideology of Hamas. Before I go though, I think I have to tell you what has brought me peace. In the midst of terrible, terrible things in the news, terrible things happening to my friends, I have a peace that passes understanding because I know a God that transcends all of the problems, a God that actually is in charge of world affairs. You say, why would he allow such terrible things? Listen, I don't know, but I trust him and I know that he allows things for reasons, and maybe it's to shake us up, as Menno said today. Maybe it's to get our attention. He is praying for the salvation of his kindred, his families that are, are affected, and, and how can we be saved? Well, the Bible's very clear that we need a savior, that there's no one righteous, but there actually was one that came that never sinned. He was perfect, he was God in the flesh. His name was Jesus, Yeshua, and he died for our sins on a cross. He rose again the third day, and he invites anyone, Palestinian, Jew, American, anyone, 
to simply believe that he is the Son of God who died for them on a cross and rose again. Trust in him. The Bible says you will not perish, but have everlasting life. As our hearts break for Israel and the Jewish people and all of those that are affected in this conflict, first let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem and don't neglect to do that. Pray hard for all of those in harm's way. But number two, we need to stand with Israel. And here at In Grace, we've created a resource for you that you can put somewhere very proud and very prominent that you stand with Israel and the Jewish people. It's a bookmark with the Star of David and the words, I stand with Israel and the Jewish people. On the front, on the back is Genesis 12, 3, the blessing from God to those that bless Israel. This is my way of encouraging you to stand strong for Israel. This is absolutely free. Give us a call right now, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. That's ingraceradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.